Hey guys, you're listening to Tilt. My name is John, and welcome to this podcast channel called Today I Learned That, or Today I Learned Too, or in short, Tilt. In this space, I share something new that I've learned, and it could be a new skill set, a new experience, a new concept, or even relearning something that I've known for a long time. Because I believe that you're never too old to learn. So even as you are listening in, I hope you enjoy the episode and learn something new for yourself. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Tilt. And this is episode three. And I want to thank you for tuning in, you know, for taking the time to just, you know, listen to my story and my journey. Uh, I hope I hope you will enjoy today's episode. And today I learned to lose weight by eating fat. That's right. You heard me right. I learned to lose weight by eating fat. And you must be wondering what type of crazy diet is this? Well, let me just bring you back maybe five years ago to where it all began. So I was a huge, well, at least for Malaysian standards, a huge 95 kgs. Uh, I'm only five feet seven, eight at best on good days. Anyway, I was really overweight. Um, and of course, I was enjoying my food like there's no tomorrow. You know, every every waking moment, I'm always stuffing my face with something either fried, either sweet or salty, you name it, you know, any kind of snack. There was, it was already in my mouth and I was happily chewing it. So anyway, five years ago, I had to go to the hospital or to the medical center to get a full body checkup to update my insurance policy. And of course, uh, this doesn't come with any surprise. I mean, when a doctor was was seeing me to to walk me through my my checkup and my, my results, um, ta-da, surprise, surprise. I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and I had all the 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 combinations of 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 a potential heart attack you know my 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 BP uh, my blood pressure was was high it was at 150 120 uh, I had hypertension I was diagnosed with hypertension I my cholesterol readings were off the charts my sh- blood sugar levels definitely was off the charts uh, but this is where I wanted to emphasize on. It was the the diabetes uh, uh, ish the the revelation in, and um, what what affected me the most was that I I knew that once the doctors introduced lifelong medication um, and looking at, at at my family history, my mom and dad had it uh, I think even my grandparents so lo- looking at, at at that experience I knew I had to do something drastic and so just without thinking much about it I told the physician that I would not like to take medication I would not like to start on medication at all but um, try to reverse it because it is reversible uh, but it's 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 very difficult if you don't have the right the right uh, approach to it. So I, I, I told her that I would like to reverse it, and I'll do my best with you know exercise and 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 whatnot. Um, and she was really concerned, and she said, "Okay, 
let's give it a try for six months and see where that, where that leads you. So I went back feeling all this anxiety and and concern, told my wife about it, told my parents about it, and they, they immediately told me that, you know, they would support me in, in, in everything that I, I wanted to do and and try and they would try to even help me. And so did my wife. And and so I thought that, you know, to approach this uh, health issue, I would have needed to reduce all my sugar intake. So all right, fine. So I went with that. I cut back all the sugary drinks, you know, um, reduce all the fried foods um, and all the desserts because I, I, I love food. Like if, if you knew me and saw me back then, uh, you would know that I really love all kinds of food, especially all the sweet stuff. So I had, I had a really bad sweet tooth, right? A really good one, um, depending on how you look at it. And so I tried. I tried by just dieting. And also by trying to play more sports, you know, uh, do a bit of running. But I couldn't do much of that because I had a previous knee injury years before that. And at a, at a weight of 95 kgs, there was really nothing much I could do uh, without affecting my breathing and my my heart rate. You know, my, my, my BP would be constantly high at about 150 over 120 and that's bad right that's hypertension levels and it's it's dangerous um so this was just happening for six to eight months and i tried everything i used to test my my sh- uh, blood sugar levels on a daily basis and it would be high if if you are aware of what the levels are it should be at five the reading should be at five between five to six my Blood sugar levels were, um, in the morning, they were about 9 to 10, between 9 to 10. And after a meal, it would shoot up to 12. And that's really, really bad. So long story short, um, just fast forwarding to 2019. So I, I tried it for a whole year, didn't work. And I was I was hitting wall after wall, dead ends after dead ends because I tried going uh, into the vegan lifestyle for a month. I lost maybe two kgs, but my blood sugar levels were still high. Uh, I tried I tried taking supplements and and continuously reducing my intake of of sugary stuff, but I was I was compensating with eating a lot more carbs like rice, like rice is a staple here in Malaysia, in Asia. Um, and it didn't work. So came 2019, I I was desperate. I was also just feeling really depressed about my, my health conditions because I knew that I didn't want to take medication, lifelong medication, and I didn't want to die young. I didn't want to die early. You know, I, I my motivation was to just stay alive for my family. So... 2019, I saw my friend, my, my colleague, um, lose a lot of weight and looked healthier, um, looked sharper. Um, so his name is Leroy. And, and I asked him, like, what, what was the secret? Because I knew that he, he was also trying to lose weight and trying to, trying to work on his health. And he introduced me to uh, uh, what we call the ketogenic um, lifestyle. So not just the diet, but the ketogenic lifestyle, and I was I was 
not surprised uh, at the the term at at the the lifestyle because um, I've heard of many people um, benefiting from this lifestyle. You know, uh, it, it is not it's, it's not a new fad. It's not a new diet thing. It's been around since the seventies or eighties. So the research has been there, and and it's it's proven to help even um, children with uh, cerebral palsy conditions, where they use a very strict ketogenic diet uh, with proper measurements of fat ratios, you know, fat and protein ratios and fiber ratios to help. The brain development, if I'm not wrong, right? You can correct me if I'm wrong uh, on on this. If you're if you're aware of what the ketogenic diet does, you know, for brain development, but um, there are there have been children um, who have improved in their conditions, especially those who have uh, cerebral palsy um, uh, uh, conditions, you know. So, so. I knew that this this was a possible lifestyle to to adapt to, and I told him, you know what, I have no other options left, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow what you do. I'll just follow your footsteps every single day. I'll eat what you eat, and and I'll do what you do. I guess that was, that would be the easiest way to 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 form a new habit, you know, to keep to a routine and a structure. And so I did that, and wow, lo and behold. After just three months of strictly following exactly what he was doing, and he had a he had a, a keto coach helping him uh, personally, so so I I knew that he was in good hands, and as long as I followed in his footsteps, I would also you know be on the the pathway to recovery. And so it was tough the first three weeks to a month. Uh, of adapting to the ketogenic lifestyle, and I'll get to that in a bit. Um, it's actually quite quite simple and and not too not too daunting to to begin. And in three months, I I noticed my blood sugar levels reducing on a daily basis. So I will wake up in the morning and I will I will do my blood tests. Right, you know, you do that that blood sugar test. You prick your finger and you test with the with the device, and it would read about five point six between five point six to six point two. I thought it was good. It was a good start actually after three months, and after meals, my blood sugar levels would would maintain or hover around seven to eight. To me, for it to drop. From twelve to seven is a huge, significant change. So I knew that that something was happening, and I was beginning to lose weight at the same time. I could feel my health getting better, uh, my breathing less laboured, and definitely when I was playing sports, uh, I could I could sustain longer. You know, thirty minutes, half an hour, one hour, two hours, and I felt that I was almost getting back to my my younger days. <laughs> You know, when I was in college, um, able to keep up with with some of the younger players on the on the basketball court, um, I could I could I could jog longer than ten minutes. I was I was hit. I was able to to hit twenty minutes, half an hour, and so there was a lot of improvements in my health. Um, so 
that was in 2019 and I've been on that journey since until today and so as of October the month of October and when I I and I don't really uh, weigh myself I, I try to just weigh myself maybe once a month or once in a few months and so I've not weighed myself for a good four months now so my last weigh in um, four months ago I weighed at about 82 kgs which was great it was a nice drop from 95 over the past two years the pandemic definitely did some help because I was I was cooking my meals more at home not really eating out a lot so there was more control with my diet and I was able to work out almost every day at home so so now as of October I realized my weight has dropped to my my actual target which is 75 kgs so in the in the past two four years three years actually maybe three years I have dropped 20 kgs reduced my weight down to my target which which is which was a, a huge joy and celebration because I used to weigh 75 when I was in high school not too like not and quite quite heavy for a high school student but being able to to not weigh 95 it's even better <laughs> and so yes so and my blood sugar levels um as of this year i, I went i recently went for for another um health checkup and um the readings for for this uh blood sugar uh check which is called the hba1c uh that's 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 the one where you you can't cheat uh, the test. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes people try to, to fast a few days and not have sugars, sugar for a few days and then they're able to bring down their daily sugar levels. But the HbA1c is the one where uh, it really tests the sugar in the bloodstream. And, and mine was high. At, at the first reading for four years ago, it was about 11 to 12. That was extremely high. And as of this year, in July, was it August? I think it was in August, I went for that checkup. And my HbA1c levels have come back down to 5.6, which was, which was the ideal, ideal um, uh, value for, for the blood sugar in the stream. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, I've been declared free of diabetes i'm no longer type 2 um the doctor says you don't have diabetes at all the doctor's really happy this is a different physician but he i asked him like do i still have diabetes and he said no you don't have it at all look at your your readings your health your your blood readings are really good this time around um because i did share with him my previous readings so here we are and and I just wanted to encourage you that if you are wanting to pursue a healthier lifestyle, it is possible. And what what might work? And I I hope this this helps you. You know, so do you do your research uh, if if you must. You know, um, but if you wanna follow 
kind of follow in in the path that I took. This is this is my this was my approach to to the lifestyle change, and and what I did was approach it as though the foods I was taking was medication for my condition instead of taking actual pills and and uh, other kinds of of uh, modern medication. I decided that if I wanted to be healthy, it wasn't just in the foods, it was everything. It was the whole, my whole daily systems, my, my, my daily structure. So I, I disciplined myself to a certain extent. And of course, I, I, di- I, did, I did mess up, you know, here and there throughout the week. Like, you know, uh, initially I would, I would want to eat something sweet, you know, there's that craving there. But because, because I knew that I could not afford to have that in my, in my life and in my system, I had to find ways to curb all that. And there are ways to do it if effectively. So following in, in my friend uh, Leroy's footsteps, the first thing he told me was, you need it, you need, to sleep early. Don't sleep past a certain time because the more you deprive yourself of sleep, the worse your food choices, you, your, your meal choices become because you, your, your mind is not alert enough to make proper choices to eat, uh, to choose what to eat. So I thought that was, that was very simple, very logical. And so, all right, I said, I will sleep at a certain time. There's a cutoff time every night. And he said, "Stay away from your devices after a certain time. Let your let your your mind wind down. And then every day when you wake up, plan your meals." I'm like, "Okay, that's not too bad. I can follow that." And so what I so what I did was, I continued to to remove anything that's sugary from my diet. So that meant um, sweet drinks. All the chocolatey stuff, the chocolatey stuff, the desserts, um, sh- uh, fruits, right? And you'll be wondering, but where are you going to get your vitamins from? Uh, I'll get to that soon. Uh, anything that's fried, anything that has flour, anything that's that has um, uh, carbs, you know, starchy stuff. Anything that has gluten. It sounds almost like a a, a very sad kind of uh, diet. But no, so let me let me go into what I I actually eat on a daily basis. So we know growing up, you supposed to eat a lot of greens, right? So salads, and and what I do is I eat a lot of broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, um, anything that's leafy, leafy greens, right? Um, I stay away from the starchy vegetables, anything that's grown underground. And I think I think that's fine because I don't really like to eat um, a lot of starchy stuff because it makes you feel very heavy and bloated. So you, then you'd be probably asking me like, you know, what what do you use as your staple? So I eat a lot of greens, lots and lots of greens. That has become my staple, my my base. And the best part is, I still get to eat all the meats that I want, right? Um, white meat, which is fish, chicken, uh, red meat. Uh, you know, steaks, beef, lamb, 
not processed foods, but all those that are you know bought from the market from the butcher. Uh, I eat pork. Eat lots of butter. Lots of cheese, not processed cheese, but at least uh, properly properly prepared cheese. Um, I can drink coffee. I don't drink coffee with milk. So anything that has uh, glucose has been removed from my diet. Fructose, glucose, even lactose. So I don't take milk, but I replace it with uh, plant-based milk, which, which is really great with coffee, if you're okay with that. And that has been my daily diet, right? So I plan my meals every single day. I take, I take my, my uh, semi-cooked eggs in the morning with butter and cheese, and that's about 11 to 12 in the morning, right, or midday. And then I, I, I eat a really heavy meal with uh, salads and meat in the afternoon. But at night, I just stick to a lot of greens and l- very, very little meat. Because I don't want my body to, to work hard through the night. I want it to just rest. And I've been doing this for the past three years. And and there were slip-ups here and there. You know, I tried I tried some cheat days and I realized that cheat days don't work at all for, for me in my case. Every time I had a cheat day, I would I would see my sugars spike up and it would affect me. because uh, the one thing that 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 people with diabetes have is the degradation of their eyesight. That's one of the first few symptoms. So so uh, my eyesight has deteriorated in the past three years. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely wearing spectacles now and my power has increased, you know. Um, it used to increase every six to, f- to, f- to eight months. But now I think the power has stabilized a bit, right? I mean, it is it's remained uh, where it is. So I'm I'm trying to keep it keep it as as stabilized as possible. So so that's that's what I do um, with my diet, and of course I exercise daily. Every single day, I try my very best. Unless I'm really tired, or or the kids, you know, need me to 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 just help them with something, and I don't have time anymore. Uh, but when I do have time, I, I try to put in at least 30 minutes of working out. And that, that means it's weightlifting and, and cardio. You know, I, um, If I don't have time to, to lift weights, then I go for a 3 to 4 km run. And I feel good. At least it just gives me that, that, that good sweat and workout. And I make sure that I sleep every night by 12 a.m. tops. Really, my cutoff time is 12 a.m. And that might be really late for some. Uh, I mean, over here in Malaysia, uh, a, lot of the, a lot of people sleep really late in, in the night, like 2, 3 a.m. sometimes. Now, I used to sleep at 2 and wake up at, at 8. Um, not a really good, good kind of uh, um, sleeping pattern. And so now I try to, I try to push it back and, and my cutoff time is always 12 and I've just been keeping to this. So it has been effective and I'm I'm really glad where where the results really are. Um there's still a long way to go actually. There's a lot of other things that I want to work on. I wanna work on, on on getting my body back into proper shape. You know, I wanna be fit when I hit forty. I'm turning forty next year. 
Actually, it's very close. In a few more months, I'll turn 40 and I want to be in the best shape of my life when I'm 40. Uh, I've dropped my pad size from 34 now to 30. My T-shirts have dropped from XL to to between medium and large. Um, I'm really happy where that is going. And also, this has been quite a journey and quite a quite a good lesson that I've learned so far. You know, I'm not an expert on on the ketogenic diet, but so far this has been the most effective for me. Um, are there other things that I I could have done, you know, to help with my diabetes um, challenge? Yeah, maybe. But I've tried quite a fair bit of things, and this is by far one of, I think, by far the most effective, at least for my for my case. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I hope you learned something new for yourself. You know, uh, it's it's a lot of information, but do not be afraid. And if you are looking for a place to start, may I encourage you to start by talking to the person in the mirror and say that you can make a change and it starts with you. Thank you once again and I appreciate your time for listening in. Till the next episode, you know, much love to you. Take care. And I'll see you again. Thank you once again for tuning in to Tilt. And I hope you've learned something new today. My name is John and I'll see you again at the next episode. Take care and stay safe.